You are listening to Jai Long and this is Make Your Break, episode number 30. In my world, the biggest amount of wealth is driven by extraordinary opportunities. We're talking about recessions today and what we can do to build a business that will see us through a recession. But before we get started on this episode, because there's so much to talk about, I have a little disclaimer for you. Cue music. The information on this podcast is for general information only. It should not be taken as constituting professional advice. Jai Long is not a financial advisor. You should consider seeking independent legal, financial and taxation or other advice to check how this podcast information relates to your unique circumstances. Jai Long is not liable for any loss caused, whether due to negligence or otherwise arising from the use of or reliance on the information provided and directly used or indirectly used from this podcast. Most people are terrified of recessions. Whenever I bring it up in a conversation, people don't want to talk about it, especially business owners. And I'm not sure if they're actually scared of a recession or they're just scared of the fact that they know things will change. And people hate change. Yes, a recession can wipe out your business. You could lose your job. You could lose your life savings. You could lose your investments. I won't dismiss any of those things. That is all very real. But today, I'm going to bring you a different perspective of a recession that you won't and you don't hear anywhere else. A recession is a natural part of a cycle. Remember that old saying, what goes up must come down. When the going is good, we forget what it feels like when things aren't as easy. And when things are bad, we forget what it feels like when we have success with little to no effort. I'm in a few different industries and I have a few different businesses and I like to diversify. I can tell you a few things about what is happening right now and the cycle we're about to hit and it's no surprise, the signs have been dangling in front of us for months. I want to tell you a little bit about the wedding industry that no one ever talks about and no one wants to admit. But let's speak some truth and tell it as it is. I'm guessing you have heard of a bubble before. They happen in almost all industries. This is a definition of a bubble. A bubble is an economic cycle characterized by the rapid escalation of asset prices followed by a contraction. It is created by a surge in asset prices unwarranted by the fundamentals of the asset and driven by exuberated market behavior. I know as a wedding photographer that weddings are in fact in a bubble and it's just about ready to pop. Here is how I know. And this is something that most educators won't teach you and don't like to talk about. When I first started wedding photography in 2013, the average Australian wedding cost around $25,000. In 2020, the average Australian wedding right now is $65,482. That to me is mind-boggling. That is an increase of 260% since I've been a wedding photographer. And it's absolutely ballooning. I know this because I see what people are spending with me. They're adding extras. I can see what people are taking to weddings, like unnecessary things, just adding more and throwing money at weddings. You can see it ballooning and it's ready to pop. 
This is actually one of the main reasons why I have been moving more towards education. During a recession, people stopped spending on money on luxury items such as high-end wedding photographers like myself, and they spend more on education, bettering their skill set and learning how to actually make money. People always break it down to basics and invest in less luxury and more into skills and tangible things that are actually going to make them more income. I like to tell it how it is and help people build businesses that will actually get them through a recession. Not just the same advice you hear everywhere, charge what you're worth, with nothing actually backing that statement. Any educator can teach you how to make money when the going is good, but only very few can teach you how to make money when the going actually gets tough. And for me, this recession will wipe out so many educators and it will change the scales. It's going to change the landscape. If you're a wedding photographer or in the wedding industry as a florist or anybody else, it's not all bad news though. Everyone will be affected in different ways and I want to explain that a little bit more to you. Wedding photographers at the high end will lose the quickest. Businesses like mine that charge more than others will get hit first and that is not a bad thing. It is simply a cycle to allow new people to rise to the top. So if you're an up-and-coming wedding photographer right now, there is no better time than right now to get as much education as you can to take this opportunity to rise up as others for, as others like myself for. People in the industry that have little to no knowledge of how to hustle when times are tough, they're going to find it extremely hard. People that have a huge debt and big expenses will find it extremely hard. People with little to no expenses will find the most opportunities to grow. People with the most knowledge will rise to the top. Can you see what's happening here? The cycle will change the landscape and that is why knowledge becomes the most valuable commodity. But a recession is more than just a cycle and it's more than just a balloon popping. If you have the knowledge and you prepare yourself for it, it's the single biggest opportunity for you to get ahead and for you to get wealth. See, as the big players and the uneducated lose their wealth, it gives the single biggest opportunity of a lifetime, I'm telling you right now, and this is something that I wait for, of a lifetime to set yourself up for the rest of your life. Like I said at the start, in my world, the biggest amount of wealth is driven by extraordinary opportunities. And don't get this wrong, a recession is an amazing opportunity. There is so much wealth to be made in those times. Hey, and I'm not saying that my business will last through the recession or that it is actually recession proof. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is not to be scared of change. Things will go up and things will go down and there's opportunity in all markets. I personally have a lot to lose in this recession. I have investment properties, I have shares, I have Bitcoin, I have lots of businesses and I have so much that I've worked so hard for and it probably will and it can disappear in minutes. If anyone should be scared, it definitely should be me. But I'm not. I'm excited. I'm actually really excited. Think about it. Right now, property is too hard to get into. Everything is too expensive. It's hard to hire staff because labor costs are so high. It's hard to go to a cafe because coffee prices are so high. Everything is ballooning. And it's hard to rise to the top when you have that in your way as well. With something like this, like a recession, it gives all the underdogs a leg up. And yes, I'm scared of losing it all for sure, but I'm equally as excited for the opportunities that will rise from those ashes and the, the adventure of a lifetime is going to lead me on. And at the end of my life, it won't be 
me talking about the stuff that I bought or the success that I had. It would be me talking about the adventures that I had and my family and my friends and all the things that made life so beautiful. So that is why I keep that in my perspective and it really helps me get past the fear of a recession and getting ready to strap in for a hell of a time creating opportunities from a place that most people can't see. And that to me is a fucking adventure. Having said that, you know my favorite saying is don't leave anything to luck, be intentional. So I think it's important to set up your business so it has the best chance to survive through a recession. So it will be the ship that soars through the ocean and it's unstoppable. And you can chase that treasure map that will get you that wealth for your family for years to come. Does that make sense? Okay, before we get started on my big tips on creating a recession-proof business, I want to give you a little bit of homework. These questions, I want you to ask yourself, honestly, I want you to ask yourself, and I want you to do this, please, because I want you to be successful through this recession. So be honest when you ask yourself this. How long right now can you last without any income at all, without any bookings and without any sales? How much does it cost for your business to run week by week? Exactly. How much are your personal living expenses? Are you living in your means? When I say are you living in your means, are you putting things on credit card or are you buying a car that you can't afford and you're getting it on a loan or are you buying everything that you can afford? Can you afford rent? Can you f- afford food each week, utilities each week? Or do you put those things on a line of credit? Can you afford your business expenses each month? Or do you put those on a line of credit? I want you to answer those questions in your own private time or you can talk to a business partner or your partner or a close friend or anybody else that has your best interests at heart and, and talk to them and be honest with yourself. Because when it comes to recessions, it's going to weed out so many plays in the game. And so that's why you need to be honest and understand the fundamentals of your business and what's driving the decisions and what is actually happening, what the, what the numbers are actually doing in your business. Okay, before we get started, I want to read out a listener's review because I love getting all the reviews. Um, if you haven't left me one yet, jump over to the podcast app, the Apple podcast app, and you can leave a review there. This one's from Hales. Jai has made such an incredible platform with so much wisdom to share. He doesn't blabber on about random stuff, but really values people's time by getting to the point straight away. I always end up learning something new when I listen, and I love, love, and love this podcast. Thank you, Hales. I'm so glad I'm not blabbering on on this podcast. Sometimes I feel like I do, so I appreciate that feedback. Last thing is I want to talk about sponsor for the podcast, which is Pepperstorm Media. You've heard me talk about them before. If you want good copy on your website, copy that converts, and you want good content that is going to be noticed by your clients, loved by your clients, noticed by Google, then get onto Pepperstorm Media, and it's all there at jialong.co forward slash Pepperstorm, and I've got a $100 discount there as well. So you can't afford not to check them out. So let's get started. 11 tips to help your business get through a recession. Here are my 11 tips. I've just written down the names of the tips not the actual contents because I want to go off the cuff. I talk about this stuff all the time and I think it's really important. And I think coming from the heart, just talking about my own experiences is the best way really instead of just trying to script something like this and having something really perfect. I am going to write all this in my blog in the show notes. So definitely head over to those, which is at jialong.co forward slash 30. 
And if you want to summarize, have everything summarized right there for you, it's all going to be there. So let's get started. Tip number one is cut expenses and track all outgoings. I want to tell you right now, this is including credit cards. Having debt is the fastest way to run down your business. Line of credit is not your money. It's a liability. It is not your money. It's a liability. Debt puts you, your employees, and your business at serious risk, even at the best of times. I personally don't actually have credit cards, and I don't have personal loans or anything like that, and it's taken me a long time to get there. But to get there, I've been honest with myself, like, do I actually need a new lens, or do I actually need this podcasting equipment, and do I need it right now, or can I save for a month? And it can be hard, because I do have staff, and I do have three businesses, and I do have investment properties and shares and everything else. To run everything with no line of credit is incredibly hard, for sure. Not saying it's easy. But for me, I want to make sure my business is always recession-proof. If I get no sales for the next three months, four months, six months, if I get no bookings, no inquiries, it means I can sustain my business still and continue to live my dream and not have to go get a corporate job, a nine-to-five job, or whatever it is to try and make ends work or ends meet. Does that make sense? So I really want you to write down, I don't know if you're using like Zero or any other kind of accounting software where it has like a, a cash summary and a profit and loss statement and all those things. But I really want you to know the numbers and figures of how much it costs your business to run each week, how much your living expenses are. Can you sustain your business for three months and for six months and for 12 months if nothing else is coming in? And where can you save money? It's such a good idea just to go through and see like, do I actually need this or do I need that or do I need extra staff or do I need, you know, what it, what is it that's costing you a lot of money right now? Maybe it's a subscription that you don't really use. What is it right now that you can let go of that's going to help your business be more sustainable? Here's a little bonus tip that I do every year. And this seriously helps me so much. I share this with my uh, all the people in my workshop group and we do it each year. This is something that I do. I cancel my credit card uh, when I had a credit card. I haven't had one for a few years now. But I used to cancel my credit card. Um, now I cancel my debit card once a year. And then I get emails from everybody that I owe money to. And what's interesting is you kind of lose track of all the things that come out like direct debit because it could be tons of different types of subscription-based software like Asana or Xero or Adobe or, you know, all the subscription-based things I've got for this podcast. I, I think I have about three and a half thousand dollars worth of subscription-based software each month that comes out of my account for all my businesses. So it is really expensive, but I do lose track of them. So when I do count on my card each year, it means they'll be in touch with me and I have to make the decision, do I want to continue on using that subscription? Is it best serving me in my business? Do I still need it like I did 12 months ago or is it time to let it go and cancel that subscription? That is one way just to know like if you've got a, a bucket and your bucket's your credit card and you fill it up with water, it's just to know if you've got any holes in that bucket, like where is the water disappearing? It's the same thing for your bank account. You really got to think about money like water because it comes and it goes and you can't hang on to it, right? But if you're putting it into a bucket, um, if you've got holes in that bucket, the water is just going to seep straight out. And the more watertight your bucket is, the more money you're going to have in your bank each week and each month and every time that you look at the profits. And if you do have lots of holes, I bet you at the end of the year, you're going to say, wow, I made $200,000 this year and I'm looking at my bank account and I have $5,000 left. Like, where did all my money go? 
And that's just knowing your expenses and cutting down on expenses, things that you don't actually need. Do you actually need a brand new laptop or can you buy it secondhand off Marketplace on Facebook? Do you actually need to get a, you know, a line of credit for a new car or could you use GoGet or Car Next Door or Uber or buy a secondhand car or a cheaper car or, you know, there's so many other options. So weigh it all up and make the decision not out of fear, but just the best interest for your business so you can continue doing what you love. Number two is get innovative and get creative. Whenever there's a recession, things are not as easy as they used to be. So you need to get more innovative than all your competitors and more creative. And that comes down to everything you do, the way that you market, the way that you offer your services. You need to get creative with even uh, your pricing, things like that, because you, you need to change everything up. If you try and stay the same as you've built for the last five years, you'll be out innovated by people that are rising to the top. So it's really important to experiment and just see what flaws that you have and, and see the new market as well because the new it's going to be a completely new market. New people are buying your things. Uh, people that couldn't afford it before now can and people that could before now can't. And so it's important for you to understand your new market and how can you innovate and create creative content that is aimed towards those people. So get out of your comfort zone and you actually have to hit the ground run and work out a new system for yourself. Innovate, get innovative. Number three is add value, not price. In a recession, people don't wanna pay a lot more and it's going to get a lot harder in terms of people will contact you and they'll contact your competitor and it'll come down to price. So I personally, I wouldn't say like dropping your price dramatically is such a good idea, but it's also not a good idea to put your prices up and not be competitive anymore. But instead of doing that, add value, add something that other people are not doing, whatever it is. I know you can add some more value to your packages or to your worth or you can or to your craft or to your services or to your products. You can add value somehow. And these are the times that you'll start reflecting on like, whoa, people are not just signing up anymore. I have to hustle that little bit harder. How can we add more value to what we do? Number four is staff. I think. I think in 2020, it's a really interesting space to be hiring people. Um, I don't know if you have a job or if you hire people, if you're an employer or an employee. I think on both fronts, as an employee, you have more rights than ever before. You want to be happy and fulfilled in your job and it's becoming increasingly harder as an employer to create a job and a work environment that everybody's happy with, right? Because... Everybody can go out and they can hustle for themselves and they can run their own business and do all these things. So how do you keep someone happy and fulfilled in a job and in a role that they have for you? And the way to do that is you've got to give them a purpose-driven role. Like they've got to be part of your business. And it's a hard scale to, you know, have someone that's you can be friendly with, but they're also an employee and you need to make the best decisions for your business, but you also need to make the best decisions for your staff as well. And it's super important to be looking after your staff, number one. But here's a little twist on things. I also believe in this day and age that staff need to look after their employer and their business that they work for just as much as well. You know, they need to bring something to the table. So, I think in that relationship, if you're honest with each other, if I'm honest with my staff and say, hey guys, things, we need to ride things out. Like winter is not looking good. There's a recession right here. There's all these things. How about if we do four days a week instead of five? And that means we can all work an extra month. How about if we do three days a week instead of five? 
Or how about if we take two months off over winter and we do something like that so we can prolong the business and we don't just file for bankruptcy and close everything down. And you also don't want to just go and fire all your staff because no one's going to be loyal to someone that does that. You won't be able to grow your business. And the whole point of this podcast right now is not to close down shop. It's not to, you know, run in fear of a recession. It's about creating opportunities. And the way to do that is to sustain your business through the low times so you can really jump on those opportunities so you can skyrocket through the high times. So I honestly believe be honest with your staff. Another thing about staff is when a recession hits, a lot of businesses are going to go out of business, which means the workforce becomes more competitive. There's a lot of better, amazing talent out there that just, you know, they didn't get fired on merits of like them as a person or their, or their skill. It was just that the business wasn't set up for a recession and it's fallen over, which means if you do want to hire someone that's amazing at whatever, there's a lot of people that are going to apply for those jobs. It might even become cheaper to hire people as well. As staff, more people are getting competitive uh, in a market like this. They're going to be lowballing and saying like, you know, I'll take this much or I'll take that much so they can just get their foot in the door and get work as well. So it works on both fronts. Look after the people that you do have, but just be honest with them. And, you know, if they don't have the business at heart, at their best interest, then obviously it just won't work out. And that's, that's a good way of knowing that. I think with my staff, I'm so honest with everything that we do. You know, they they can they look into my bank account. They can see exactly what I'm doing, how much money the business makes, how much they actually make for the business. And it's all right there. And I talk about all the decisions that I make on my business with them. So it's all inclusive because I can't run my own business. And this is not a Jai Long show. This is, this is a team effort. We all work in sync to bring, you know, you this content to to bring the value, to do all those things. And we do it together. I get so much help from everybody. It would be so hard for me to say, oh, okay, so times are tough. Everybody loses their job. Like you just can't do that. Number five, this is a big one. Don't stop learning. When times get tough and it looks like you have a couple of months with no work, keep learning. Keep learning because that's That's going to be the difference between you and somebody else. Keep listening to podcasts. Keep going to workshops. Keep going, you know, signing up to online courses. They're the things that I do when I have spare time because I know it's the knowledge. I will never lose that knowledge. I'll lose the money. I'll lose the business. I'll lose my shares. I'll lose everything else, but I won't lose my knowledge. And the only reason why I'm excited about the opportunities that are about to come my way with a recession is because I have so much knowledge. I've been preparing for this moment for so long. And I talk about it with everybody, you know, the next when I when I can rise up and I can get some wealth is when a recession comes and then the people that are uneducated won't know what to do because the money's still there. It doesn't disappear out of thin air. It just changes hands. And it's the biggest transfer of wealth that happens in a short amount of time. So you need to prepare yourself mentally and with the knowledge so you can be part of that transfer of wealth and funnel it into the right places Does that make sense? So education is a huge one. Don't stop learning. You can be creative. You can be innovative. You don't have to pay for education. I wouldn't say, you know, go and get yourself a university degree. But I mean, that's probably something else you could do in a recession. I mean, here in Australia, you can go and sign up for a university degree. And I think you get paid welfare at the same time. So you actually will have a wage and education. I mean, that's actually now think about it. That's a pretty good loophole. But I don't think you need to go out and spend $100,000 on your education. I think there's so many ways that you can learn for so cheap now. And 
ways that will create a bigger impact and it's more specialized in today's market and today's business market especially with a new recession especially with a new landscape so i think it's really important to just keep learning did you know optimizing the copy on your website can help allow your traffic to fall in love with your brand get you a much higher conversion rate and get you more traffic from search engines I've been using Pepperstone Media for years, so I know what good copy can do. If this is one piece of the puzzle your business is lacking, I am giving you $100 US off a Pepperstone copywriting package, so you too can have killer copy that converts on your website. Just use the code MAKEYOURBREAK. For all the information, head over to jialong.co forward slash Pepperstone. That's jialong.co forward slash Pepperstone. Number six, diversify. Look at offering products or services that have a quick return on investment and things that you don't usually do. So, you know, when there's a recession, you kind of have to get a little bit scrappy sometimes and you have to offer things that you don't usually do or things that you don't like to do. But if you're anything like me, and I know that you are a creative entrepreneur and I'm sure you're a hustler just like I am, I will do whatever it takes to make sure that my business, my baby you know, doesn't drown in the ocean. I'll do whatever it takes. And if I have to get a job as a barista on a Sunday afternoon to make a couple extra hundred dollars to keep my business afloat, I will definitely do that. I don't allow pride or ego to get in the way of my business. And in recession, that's when it makes and breaks people because people won't do that. They don't want to look like a failure. I don't mind lowering my prices. I don't mind adjusting to the new market. It's nothing to do with my ego. It's just me adapting and diversifying to a new market. Number seven, get creative. The thing is, when you're in a recession, a lot of the times you don't have a lot of money on hand for marketing or for growing your business and things like that. So you really do need to get creative and innovative, especially with your marketing and your message. And a lot of the times, especially if you're running out of sales, you have more time on your hands. So put more time into your marketing into the way that you're getting your brand heard and the way you're getting your brand in front of people. So really think about using up that extra time with more brainstorming, more getting intentional with your message and getting your brand seen in times when it can be a little bit more difficult and you've got a little bit less money on hand as well. So yeah, get creative, get innovative. Okay, number eight, scale back. So scale back with the services that you offer or with the products that you offer. And think about offering services that have a better return on investment or a quicker return on investment and products that are not going to sit on your shelves for a long time, inventory that's not just sitting there on your shelves. You really need to think about all those type of things because if you don't have cash flow and you're trying to grow your business as quick as you can and you're doing it on credit, a time of a recession is just the wrong time to be doing that. And so just scale it back, rein it in. Get solid so then that way you know, you know, the core of your business is strong. You know how much you need to continue going. Everything's working. And then from there, you can start growing a little bit more and a little bit more and then finding those opportunities and moving forward. Number nine, the two things to not cut back on is marketing and education. In a time like this, this is the reason why I'm saying this, in a time like this, when people are scared and they're falling over and they're losing everything, it's the time that you can get the leg up on any kind of competitors and you can rise to the top. And you do that through marketing. And even if you don't have tons of money for marketing, you can get creative with it. 
So you can do it through marketing and through education as well. So just having the leg up of understanding money, understanding, you know, cycles, things like that. So you're prepared for a recession. Understanding those things, there's so much, like I said just before, there's so much free content out there. Listening to my podcast right now, things like that that are genuinely going to help your business and your mindset, but just getting those things right. So I would scale back on everything except those two things. I mean, that's personally what I personally do. So I'm not telling you this is exactly what you should do, but I'm telling you personally, they're the two things I'm going to be investing in big because I will be. I've got my little bit of savings that I've been waiting for this day once the recession hits. And so I'll be the first one out there jumping on all the opportunities that are going to be coming my way. And I'm doing that because I'm empowered with the education and the things that I've been learning to be able to make those decisions. Number 10, negotiate better deals with suppliers. If you're a product-based business, it's time for people to get competitive, which means you can really negotiate. It's even little things like you can negotiate right now interest rates with your bank. You can negotiate the rent of your property. You can negotiate. You can even negotiate your phone bill, your internet bill, your gas, your electricity. All these things are open and I do it every single year. Every year I walk into my bank and I negotiate a new deal so I can save money. I think with the trick that I told you before of like counseling my credit card and then working out what I don't need anymore and then negotiating, renegotiating new deals with everybody, every year I work out to save about $6,000 after that one day of just doing that and it blows my mind every year. I actually publish it on the Facebook group for my workshops as well and I show everybody like look how much money I just saved from me spending 12 hours in my studio. Just working out where is the biggest leaks in my bucket and how can I save that money? And, you know, by the end of the year, it just balloons out again because I keep signing up to new things and, you know, rent goes up and everything goes up and you just don't notice it from day to day. So spending just a few days, even a week, a year and just reconciling and scaling back and just seeing like, what can I renegotiate with? Where can I save every dollar? Because every dollar... In a recession, it means something, especially for your business if you're trying to get a wage and you're trying to get ahead. You know, every single dollar can be spent somewhere else, like maybe marketing or somewhere else that's going to make a bigger impact. Okay, number 11, and this is the biggest, biggest tip. So I just quickly want to talk about all the other ones. Number one was cut expenses and track all outgoings. Really important because it's going to help with number 11. Number two was get innovative and creative. Number three was add value, not price. Number four was all about your staff and being honest with your staff and letting them to help you as you help them. Number five is don't stop learning. Number six, diversify. Number seven is get creative. Number eight is scale back. Number nine is don't cut back on marketing and education. The two things not to cut back on. Number 10, negotiate a better deal with suppliers. And number 11, after you've done all those things, is use your savings to invest in your business and fuel that growth. There is no better time to be investing when people are stressing. There's an old saying in the investing world that says, don't buy until there's blood on the streets. And what it means is when you hear, when a recession hits, people will say like, oh, the market's about to fall over and it's never going to be like it was before and I'll never buy that. It's just going to go down. I've just lost all my money. I'm losing my money. I've lost my house, just went bankrupt. 
All those things, there's alarm bells saying, okay, it's time to buy. It's time to invest because it's going to turn around. The time not to invest is when everyone says, oh my God, I just made so much money on Bitcoin. You should be buying Bitcoin. Oh my God, I just made so much money on shares. The house properties just doubled. You should be buying property right now. It's going crazy. When people are saying those things, that's the time to buy. So don't let this opportunity be missed. You can invest whatever savings you got. But the time to be investing and the time to have some money on hand for investing is when a recession comes. Because when a recession comes, everything is undervalued. Shares are lower than value than what they're worth. Property prices go lower than their value, which means you can go around and snap up bargains all over the place. And that's where wealth comes in because you won't just make your money back the next day or the the next week or the next month. But ask yourself this. Will that property be worth more in the future than what you just paid for it? Will those shares be worth more in the future than what you just paid for it? And I believe that if you ask yourself honestly, if you think it's going to be worth more, you will make your money back plus a lot more. You will get yourself into such a good position to be able to make a lot of money and sell when the market's at its peak once again. So, Do the opposite to what everybody's doing. Once the market's in recession and it gets to the bottom, buy, buy, buy. And once it gets to the very top and it peaks and everyone's telling you how much money they're making, sell, sell, sell. Okay, just to quickly wrap this up, I just want to leave you with this. You can't be attached to what you have because we have nothing. We're lucky that something comes our way for a short time and we get to use it and we can be grateful to have it when it happens. But you have to be grateful when it's time to let go as well and pass things on to others. And I'm talking about your money and your businesses and anything else. Everything in life, it comes and goes. And that's the beauty of life. Like nothing is stagnant. Everything changes. It's always changing. So just remember, you can't be attached to what you think you have right now to your stuff. You can't be attached to your stuff. Allow things to go into other people's hands. Allow things to move around. And when you have that mindset, a recession is not going to scare you whatsoever because you know what's coming. I know I need to get out of the way for new wedding photographers that need to rise up. I know how the cycles work and I'm happy for it. And, you know, it's exciting for me because I can move on to other things and I can change things and do things. And I love change because it's where I grow and it's where I guess life gets really exciting for me. So that's it for today. You've been listening to Jai Long. If you love this episode, feel free to share it. Share it with a friend that you know that would get a lot from this or if they're worried about a recession or for a friend that's got a small business or they're a creative entrepreneur. The more that you share my podcast and share knowledge, the better it is for the whole community. So thank you again so much for listening and I'm going to see you guys next time. Spread the love and create opportunities for the people around you. Make Your Break is brought to you by Jai Long and produced at our in-house studio Free the Bird Productions. We love creating opportunities for you and hope you'll share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. For more information on this podcast, our online courses, products, workshops or just want to say hi, we're here for you at jailong.co.